guys in one room. And hello everybody, welcome back to Get to the Point. I'm Jake Fire alongside Sean Anderson and Joe DeLeon. Fellas, how are we doing today? Doing quite wonderful, Fire. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Yeah, I'm doing my best. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Fire, you're not aware of this. Sean is, though. I have been oh. doing a caffeine cleanse and it's been working surprisingly oh. well. How does Sean, that feel? How's your body feeling? Uh, better than I expected. Sean, what are you you're shaking your head over there? Could you not call it a cleanse? Could you just say I'm trying to get it's off a my, my terrible like caffeine my habit uh, and my lifestyle that was tumultuous to myself and others who had to live with me? You just have to call it a cleanse. I know. You sound because like a 45 it is. It was middle-aged dragging, woman. It was dragging me down. I honestly felt like a 45 middle-aged 45 how much caffeine okay how much caffeine were you consuming per day do you think the the problem was fire is for three straight years i have been consuming melatonin to to help me fall asleep and then (sighs) caffeine as soon as i wake up and i was doing this during football because we were waking up at five and i was sick of having no energy during practice, so I'd take caffeine pills to get me through it. <laughs> what do you even do? You, you wait, this is, wait, this is the whole point of it. This is wait, why I'm shaking wait. my head. <laughs> but as I, I was, I've constantly been doing it, and then I got so used to it where I was taking caffeine when I didn't need it, and I was very much using it as a crutch, and to the point where I could not wake up without consuming some form of caffeine, to the point where, like, I literally would have no energy the whole entire day. That then led to me to taking pre-workout, like, five times a week, which is oh a crap God. ton of, uh, of caffeine. And I also started drinking energy drinks, and that was when I realized, this is probably not a good path to be going down, so I'm just going to stop doing this and just not consume anything for a while. When did uh, you start the energy drinks? the stroll and your heart's going to give out. Yeah, that I was that was honestly something that I was worried about like in 20 years from now do I really want to deal with feeling like absolute crap and something actually happening. I I was drinking the en- energy drinks like for 2 weeks up until this point where I decided to say all right, let's uh All right, well, starting the artificial cycle of like having things that put you to sleep and then Im- immediately waking up and then taking caffeine, like that's just like a a horrible cycle to begin with. I don't know why yeah, you do that. Yeah, uh, it wasn't intentional, but it was to Good get me through fire. practice. And yeah, it was. And I was very blind to it. And it just took me feeling like crap every single day. And I actually feel completely normal now. I'm four days into this, not consuming okay, anything. Well, it it takes me a little longer yet. to fall asleep. No, nope, it's not, not hit you yet. Your body's but, but I hit. I don't wake up early for a job at the moment. I just wake up at eight and I start <laughs> doing my freelance work. That's all I do at the moment. Yeah, Maybe you're not going to feel tired. You're going to feel it in like a, like a mood swing. No, because the, ca- oh. the caffeine thing was giving me mood swings. It was making me obnoxiously anxious. It was, uh, I couldn't, not that I couldn't control my emotions, but I was getting very agitated very easily. I, I have been very calm for, for the first time in a while. So I could so tell that, Joe. Being... I could tell whenever I was, I'll, I'll let you get to your point, Fire. But uh, <sighs> within the last two weeks before this, you seemed um, 
very irritating. On Edge? Mm-hmm. Yes. All of it. Uh, it was for, like, months before that. Yeah, I was very, very, very on Edge. I'm like, what, what did so, I do to um, piss him off? <clears throat> Speaking of being agitated easily, so remember that time... Where I tried to open up that 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 drink for you on your Fire, table. Fire! You marked moment. my table. There's Legendary a difference moment. between the two you things. Get a mark you marked on table. my table. It was like who opens sm- a bottle on a hollow table? Who does it was, that? It was Joe. Who buys a hollow it table? It was this uh, Joe. That table was probably it's forty-five dollars max. No, it was like two hundred dollars. It's a nice There's table, no and you tried to open a bottle on it. Hollow table. There was I did that, small, I'm going to do that on your TV next time I'm with you, okay? That like, is not different, even comparable. Different. Not even comparable. Fine, what's something of equal value that you appreciate, Fire? You, can, you can come in, you can come in, find any table, any flat edge you want, and go no, no, get no, no, after no, no, it. No, 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 no. I work at this desk every day. I love my desk. What is something of equal value that you would allow me to open a bottle on? Oh, I do. I record on my bed. So if you want to come and try to open up my that bed, you, you're, you're, not, you're not. You're not use getting his glasses, it. Joe. You're not. It. Yeah, can I use your glasses? I think that's equal value. Sure, <laughs> you can. You can try to open up my glasses. Okay. Not, you can do. You can do it on the um, the part that goes around my ear, not the not the lens. Okay, fire. What was your point uh, about bringing up the, the the table thing? Is that you? You're saying that he was super on edge and he was just a monster. Yeah, so he gets agitated easily. Yes. No, that was because Sean knows me enough. And fire, I think you're starting to get to know me enough that that's I'm there's just difference between balls, me getting Joe. pissed I'm at you. Your balls. I understand that, but there's difference between me getting pissed at you for messing with something of mine and being agitated. So I'd like to clarify that. All right. Well, you know what? I just love living those memories. Fire. Those, those I once I once said I was going to put peanut peanut butter in Joe's shoes, and he responded saying, "Okay, well, enjoy the lawsuit or something were, to that of that you nature." Were, <laughs> he was incredibly no, 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 no. That wasn't it. I threatened to break something of yours, but it was it was it was far greater said, yeah, of value. Your Xbox oh or God. something like that. Yeah, it was something Sean. like that. I threatened something that was like not of equal value. <laughs> Sean, I took if you had, if you had put peanut butter in his shoes, I that would have been and got on video, I would have cried. I'm gonna have to. I See, definitely that, have to now. Sean Knowing Sean, he would have done that though. That was why I got all worked That's up. That's harmless. Sean That's harmless. Always tried to catch me when I was at my my worst. When I was mad about something, and he would do something like that, and it would just made it worse. <laughs> You'd be walking down the street, and all the dogs would be at your feet trying to get at it. You'd be freaking out. Oh my god. Oh, that'd be great. All right. Well. We do have some sports news, this being a, a, I guess now, part sports show. Uh, The biggest thing that's rocked the sports world recently, aside from uh, baseball coming back and the NBA coming back tonight, uh, was Jamal Adams uh, being traded away from the New York Jets to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, The Jets got a 2021 and 2022 first-round picks, uh, 2021 third-round pick, and Seahawks, former Seahawks safety, Bradley McDougal. The Seahawks... <laughs> get uh, safety Jamal Adams and a 2022 fourth round pick. Uh, Joseph, as our sports analyst, uh, what do you make of this um, development on this sports show? So the, the yes, on this sports show, as a sports analyst, I would have to say that if I was to pick a winner in this situation, I think it is it is it is pretty evenly fair, just based on the circumstances of what t- each team was looking for. Jamal Adams was not meshing properly with Adam Gase. He was with Greg Williams, which was the important thing. They're not willing to move off of 
Adam Gase yet. They want to see what they can get out of him. They still think he's a good coach. Conversely, they hired him, but keep what, going. What'd you say, Fire? I said I can't even believe they hired Adam Gase, but keep going. Yeah. Um, the Seattle Seahawks, conversely, were willing to move on from picks because Pete Carroll is a defensive-minded coach. He is a coach that has had good defenses despite recently not having that same level caliber of secondary talent. Now he has that top-level safety that he can use as a multi-dimensional piece. If you remember the way they used Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas, it wasn't strictly, we're going to use you as the, the prototypical safety roles. They moved them around. They created mismatches with them. They would create pressure with them. That is exactly what they're going to get with Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams is not a safety. He's a defensive piece. He is a weapon. You can use him as a, a pseudo linebacker. You can use him as a safety. You can use him as a pseudo edge rusher. The fact that you have a player on your defense that as soon as you break the huddle, you have no clue where he's going to line up and you need to be aware of where he is on the field, that is an incredible advantage. And that's why he was so good for the Jets. I'm not a fan of people complaining about saying, oh, why would you trade this many picks for a box safety or a safety in general? They're not worth that much. It's just not true. Jamal Adams is a very, very different player. Fire, who do you think won the trade? You know, <clears throat> being in the AFC East with the Jets for, for so long, I, I just feel like they're going to squander their, the opportunity that they have with them. So... I'm going to give the uh, the Seahawks the uh, the win there just because, as Joe said, Pete Carroll is such a defensive-minded coach. And, you know, he uh, you know w- whether he's having J- Jamal Adams blitz in the box or just be a, a run stopper, I mean, he's building, like, a strong defensive secondary over there. He's got Shaq Griffin and, you know, a couple other good guys, I'm sure, but that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. But the Seahawks win it for sure. I think that the Seahawks win it because of the Jets' inability to properly draft, especially in the first round. Winning Williams aside, obviously a rookie, I'm not going to put too much stake into that pick so far. But you look at the picks in recent history. Uh, You see Leonard Williams. Uh, I did not like that pick one bit. You see, I mean, Sam Darnold still has to prove himself. Not really in love with it. Jamal Adams is really the the, the last, uh, he was first round, right, Joe? Yep. Yes. Yes, he was a a top ten draft pick. Yeah. It was five, right? Adams is the last six? Jets six. first round draft pick that I really uh, thought was a good selection. Uh, and also, with the picks that Seattle is going to be giving them, it's not like they're going to be receiving uh, a number five pick in the draft or anything in the top 10 or even the top 15. So there goes a little down value with the picks. You see two first round picks. Well, if the Seahawks go to the NFC Championship game, then you're getting a 28 pick, uh, number 28 pick, which is basically a second rounder. What they would do with that, you still get exactly. another second round pick in Seattle. So if a good team is trading around uh, trading away first round picks like that, then it's not like you're going to uh, receive it uh, being a, a number one overall pick. No, 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 no. no. You're still going to have to find value. It's not going to be a lock. Uh, and uh, the Jet, uh, the Seahawks got something that is a lock in Jamal Adams. So you're making a, a risk uh, versus reward scenario all in your favor as Seattle. Can we also just establish this really quickly? The yep. Seattle Seahawks are easily the worst first-round drafting team out of any franchise. They have had a horrible, horrible track record of overdrafting second-round picks in the first round. It's, they're much better off taking an established guy than trying to guess at another player. Some general managers are really good at trading. Some are good at drafting players. 
The Seahawks, I don't really think that's the case. They are better off making this trade. Like, do you want another Rashad Penny or LJ Collier or Jermaine Effetti? They I have love DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf was good, so. He was a second-round pick, though. They I have know. swung and saying. missed on all of their first-round picks in, like, the past five years. And there's a reason why they kept trading out of the first round, because they were second-guessing themselves, and they weren't willing to risk it on someone that they were unsure about. And instead, these past few years, they've been drafting guys that they're unsure of, and they ended up not being that great. So I, I would rather have Jamal Adams than any of those crappy players that they've drafted. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. I like that, Joe. Uh, now... We still have some more NFL stuff to cover, but another big thing that happened in the news is um, the Mar- Miami Marlins shocking the baseball world with their uh, COVID scare. They are now at 19 players not and for personnel a good reason. <laughs> with the um, uh, that that are containing and have uh, the virus. Um, we don't know where it started. Rob Manfred uh, said it said that. Um, they have theories about where the uh, origin of the virus came from, but nothing is certain yet, and they are trying to explore and, and identify what happened, uh, who broke quarantine, who got it, how they got it, all of that. They're trying to figure out what to do so they can make sure it doesn't happen again. It seems pretty simple that you just need to stay out of the way of everybody, and maybe you're going to have a shot to play baseball. The Marlins, I I guess they felt like they didn't need to, or maybe it was just a freak thing, and then you're sharing the clubhouse, all of that. It gets bad. Uh, so how are we feeling about this impacting baseball and if we can have baseball continuing through the season? Well, um, you know, I, I, first off, I think they got it because Florida is just a really bad area right now in terms of the outbreak and how fast it's spreading down there. And um, in terms of baseball, I, I still think they should play. I mean, it's you, there's no contact. I mean, have the catcher wear a mask, have the batter wear a mask, and I mean – it's very doable to keep the, the proper distance from one another in other teams, but There's, I understand. Sorry, for I understand if other I, I understand if other teams don't feel comfortable, you know, playing. It's obviously understandable, but there's definitely ways to do it mm-hmm. for sure. There's one silver lining in this for me, which is the Philadelphia Phillies, the team that got shut down and that they played had no positive tests. They had a clubhouse a visiting clubhouse attendant catch it. That was it. The way I look at that is you're more of a risk, at more of a risk, to catch it from your own teammates than facing an opponent. That's that's very that's huge. That's a really big positive for this. You need to find ways to protect teams better and have better team to team team to team parameters. But we, we don't want to deal with is having a team get it like the Marlins did, have a full team outbreak, and then that impact another team, and then another team, and then another team. That's what leads to a shutdown. That's what led to the NBA shutdown. But because this is such a spread-out sport, and they're taking the precautions necessary, I don't think other teams are going to get it. So if if this happens, there's another outbreak with another team, they're going to get shut down for two weeks, but we're not going to lose out on other teams getting shut down. So now it's just a case of, all right, what teams are going to be careful enough to not allow stupid stuff to happen? And it's not going to be easy to stop because if you think about it, this is the honest way to look at it. You've got a sports team full of 20-something-year-olds that are making millions of dollars. You can't expect them to not go out and interact with people 
<clears throat> on a daily basis. They're going to hit up girls. They're going to have the, people um, over at their apartments, and that's going to lead to that's possibly a, one of the speculative things that someone probably had a girl over who might have been exposed to it, and that was what caused one player to get it and then spread it in the clubhouse. Random, random side note, but going off that, Marlins are the youngest team in baseball, so. That's not a fire Maybe. drill. That's a that's a good point. That's a really no, good yeah. point. No fire I didn't even drill. Know that. Okay. No, that's no, not no, a fire drill. That was a really no good drill. tangent. All right. No, no fire Thanks. drill. Thanks, thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. But the, I mean, they're not mature enough yet to be able to handle, you know, the requirements of staying safe and staying distant and like not going out, not going to parties, not going to clubs. I mean, it's Miami. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. tough for a young guy. Real life situations, you know, so. as Big Boy would say. Yeah. Uh, my only, my biggest concern with this is how the win totals are affected at the end of the season with these games being postponed and if they are able to make them up. Uh, I saw um, ESPN tweet last night. The um, MLB is, is now trying to um, possibly um, work in a, a seven, two uh, seven-inning doubleheaders. For, for games. Uh, I don't know why they would opt to go to the seven inning. That would be awesome. Why? Why would that be awesome? I, I mean, I, I, I would like to see a seven inning baseball game in the MLB. I wouldn't. And see how that goes. A little, little test run. I would not. But um, I would. I, I'm just concerned that if another team gets striked down and they stay out for longer, then it, say it's a good team. Say um, the Blue Jays, who are rolling right now, they get struck down for two weeks. Three weeks, something like that. They're not going to be able to make all that up. They missed the playoffs. They missed this, even with the expanded uh, postseason that the baseball, uh, the MLB has proposed. So are we just going to have teams that, that didn't win more? Or we're just going to see um, a, a squandered potential given to the virus? And if so, if that's the means of having to make it safe, that's something that is um, just on the back of my mind when it comes playoff time for the MLB. That, that's certainly that was, a complication yeah, that – that that has to be considered for this, um, but I just kind of want to circle back and wrap up with the thought of it's going to be tough to. I think the biggest threat right now is what I what I brought to the table here is trusting guys not to go out to interact with their friends or to interact with girls if they're single, because right now you can't trust that an outside person is taking those same safety precautions, right? And I kind of equate it back to. If you played college sports, professional sports, you kind of understand this. All three of us can attest to when you're in training camp and all you're around is guys, nonstop, every single day, just the same dudes over and over again. You're eventually going to crack. You're eventually going to think like, man, I need to, I, I like, it's just pent up testosterone being surrounded by a bunch of dudes. There's going to be more people that crack. And that could very well see more of a toppling uh, of, of teams down the line. What do you Some of us were able shot? to release our testosterone on the field during practice. Um, so, so when 930 <laughs> rolled around, really... you just wanted to just go to bed. Uh, but uh, I see where you're coming I know, from, Joe. I know what you meant. <laughs> I know what you meant, are... but that sounded a lot worse than you think it did. There are... <laughs> All Joe would hear is, punt, punt. <laughs> There. Be like, oh, man. You're not getting the same imagery that I'm getting from what Sean said. <laughs> I know. I'm just. Yes, I'm thinking my There own are thing. some uh, uh, extracurricular influences that could um, be tempting to uh, players and, and athletes mm. um, that are that that happen to be younger. So I I like that point that you you've brought up. Now, Joe, uh, you are very heated about our next topic here, and last year. 
with the NFL Top 100 list. I had watched it very heavily every single year. Uh, me and Joe always made it a um, a, a, um, a thing to watch it. Good word, Smith, Sean. Um, but um, <laughs> last year, it, it, once I saw Baker Mayfield at 50, I was completely out of it. I just I couldn't watch it anymore. Uh, and <laughs> it, it just became intolerable. But this year, it, it's, it seemed and felt a little bit better um, I like the, the content, the production value, all of it. I was happy with the rankings, even though um, I actually I am very dissatisfied that Matt Ryan was left off, uh, making him, I guess, now the 14th best quarterback in the league, uh, which is absolutely um, absolute malarkey. Uh, but that's not eh. what this topic is about. Uh, I'll probably do a smoke show about that. Eh. Uh, but Joe and this, and I guess the entire NFL community on Twitter um, – the number one selection was Lamar Jackson, uh, the former league MVP last year, and that made people upset. And Joe, a Patrick Mahomes mark, uh, which he shouldn't be ashamed about, but he is a mark, um, has some thoughts on that. Joe, please, uh, divulge us into your, um, your mind. I'm not upset that Lamar Jackson was given the first overall spot because Lamar Jackson is the most unique athlete in the NFL especially at the quarterback position. He has a very good arm. He's consistent. He's accurate, especially in his second year. But he has the speed and the quickness, the agility to completely shake defenders. He is arguably one of the most untackable, if that's a word, players yes. in the NFL. Yeah, elusive. He is yeah, impossible good. to tell. He's, he's elusive. That's what I was getting at. Okay. He's not so easy Lamar to Jackson tackle. should be one, then. No. But I can, uh, I, my I, I, only, my only qualm... Wait, wait. My only qualm... I love Lamar Jackson. Yes. But how can you not have a guy that won the MVP, the Super Bowl MVP, and the Super Bowl in his first two seasons as a starter? Look at Lamar Jackson... In what he did in the playoffs, in his only MVP. in his only game in the playoffs, the Tennessee Titans completely shut him out. Now I'm not saying that takes away from how talented gotcha. he was and how good his season was, but he was able. It was good coaching. Patrick Mahomes is the only one of the very few players in the league that is not schemable to the point where you can take him out of the equation. Teams have tried. The Texans tried. The 49ers did a pretty good job in the in the Super Bowl where they built up leads. But Patrick Mahomes has already established himself as the most talented quarterback, the best arm talent, uh, the, the, the one of the strongest arms in the NFL, and then also a unique ability to come back in clutch situations to win big, important games. I don't know how you can't take that guy and make him your number one. It should be Patrick Mahomes one. Lamar Jackson 2, Russell Wilson 3. There shouldn't be a debate about it. That's what it should have been. Yeah. I, yeah dude. And going off Go and, and going off of that, I'm just I'm just saying that um, you know, the NFL top 100 list should, you know, go past just the regular season cuz I mean, I, I do think Lamar Jackson had a better regular season than, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he got the one seed, he got the first round by, sure. But, you know, you know, a, a a true player's value comes down to can he perform in the big games? And as we've seen, Lamar Jackson's 0 for 2. 0 for 2. 
can't do it. That's why I give it to Patrick Mahomes as well. Okay, that, that's what's really holding me off look, is Joe, the is the two LeBron, losses in the playoffs. Okay, go ahead. Okay, look, LeBron could win the playoff, uh, the MVP every year uh, that he's not injured, and he should. But James Harden won it over him, and uh, Steve Nash won it over him in 04. Uh, Steve Nash it was not the best player ever in the in the NBA, right? Ever was he the best? No. He did but have in a that crazy season, year that year. He was in these seasons. He was dominant and lauded as somebody who was MVP worthy, and he did it. Uh, Lamar Jackson last year. Uh, everyone knows that that Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in football. Everybody knows it. He already set the bar so high. Lamar Jackson exploded onto the scene this year, like probably like nobody ever has. I think that his scene this maybe year, maybe like made Patrick Mahomes with, with the Ravens, was more spectacular than Patrick Mahomes' first year. Mm-mm. The guy threw for uh, 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. Okay. The Lamar Jackson. 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. Lamar, Lamar, Lamar Jackson is, is Michael Vick with a much better arm and better accuracy and running an offense efficiently and winning bigger. games. Yeah. He is a phenomenal. Not playoff games. He's also a better oh, okay. runner than Michael I, I'm, Vick, I'm too. I'm sorry that uh, that the, the Titans were incredibly well coached at running the ball and Derrick Henry just decided to pop off in front of everybody in, in the um, – in the AFC, I'm sorry. That, that I don't he, know if he, he just the, decided. The I think that that was a that was a full domination. That's not something to be sorry about. They kicked the crap they out of them because they, they were a the good team that was more too. prepared to come play. Just admit you're a mark. I'm not a mark. Why you are a mark? How can you? Your your argument mean, didn't establish anything though. What Why didn't it establish? I'm saying that Lamar Jackson's well, Lamar Jackson this year had a great was more season, but he's not the best player Mahomes. in the NFL. Mahomes already established himself. Everybody was taken back by Lamar this year. It was incredibly impressive. Whereas with Mahomes, he broke out the the no look pass. That was impressive, but he wasn't hitting uh, 80 yard spin moves for tutties, uh, running the rock all the way down the field. His playoff run, very impressive, so, but it did not look like Lamar Jackson. You have to go off of how he just how Lamar Jackson took the lead right, by just storm. Strictly, we already strictly the throwing, the but throwing just because he took the lead by storm doesn't make him Lamar automatically Jackson. number one. Why do I have to pick a guy because he had a a, a, a breakout year? He was the MVP here. too. Also, I, mean, I don't know what else. Do I, what, since, I, what, do I, what do I have to say? He deserved the MVP. He deserved the MVP. But since when does season statistics outweigh? Um and, and single plays made a season outweigh winning a Super Bowl and the Super Bowl MVP in your second year. That doesn't happen. I don't understand how you can pick Lamar Jackson. Right, let me just go ahead, fire. I, I I agree. I agree that you know Lamar Jackson deserved the MVP. This is this is just his throwing stats from last I agree. season. He th- he had three thousand one hundred twenty seven yards, thirty six touchdowns, and six interceptions, oh, one hundred and thirteen QBR. All right, and Pat Mahomes. Had 4,000 yards, but 10 less touchdowns with 26 touchdowns and one less interception with five and a a QBR of 105.3. But I agree with Joe. Like, I agree with – so, Sean, I agree with you that, you know, Lamar popped off and deserved the MVP. But I think the NFL Top 100, it goes further than just a a good regular season. Like, look what Pat Mahomes did. And they were down, what, 21-3, to 28-3 to the – Texans scored seven straight yeah. touchdowns. 24-0. You know, whatever. Same thing. And I think that's why Pat Mahomes deserves that number one spot because he you know, he won the Super Bowl. He just won the Super Bowl. Thank you, okay. Fire. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I don't know why Joe isn't upset that, that Russell Wilson was ranked higher than him either. Are you? 
you have a knock on oh, Russell yes, Wilson? Oh yes, but gotta... I'm I'm Patrick Mahomes is better than Russell Wilson. He's got as many Super Bowls as he does. Oh, or no, 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 he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Wait, he's got one less. I'm sorry, that's my fault. Are you good? Does he? Just, no, Russell's uh, one. No, he's got two. Oh no, he's got one. He's got one. I was right. He's he's right. I was right. Yeah, he's, he's got one. I'm, I don't know where I'm, I'm cracking here. You guys are gonna have to start respecting Russell Wilson sometime or another. Um, I, I, I have, I have nothing. Need, he's number three. He's you need number to, three. Yeah, you need to respect Patrick Mahomes more, there, buddy. I do, I do, but I'm just not gonna go all super fanboy like you do. I'm just gonna analyze. It's not, not super fanboy. That's we just established two arguments. You just said, oh, he had no, no, some, no, you are super a guy had a big fanboy. year, and that automatic. Okay, are you saying I am or Joe? Is. Joe is fire, not you. Oh. I'm not a fanboy. I, I provided fan stats boy, and logic with my reasoning. I'm not a fanboy. Why? Because I it's, think that I recognize talent. I recognize the most talented, pure quarterback in the NFL. You said he's your favorite player fan in the boy. league. You said he's your favorite player that in the league. That doesn't make me a fanboy. <laughs> That's exactly uh, what he does. In the league, no. that, that means if you're going through all the players, that you are uh, Patrick Mahomes is your one seed. Thereby, your big, biggest fandom he is, is my, now allotted to him. He, He's my favorite player because he's the best. So that player. doesn't make you the biggest fan of, of Patrick Mahomes. Fanboy. I'm not. I'm not like saying somebody in the Giants. I, I like Saquon Barkley, I, but I am a big fan of Patrick Mahomes because he's the best quarterback <sighs> in the NFL. Let's get to I the picky thing before I start throwing hands. That Mahomes set the bar. Being Eli Manning we got fan. a little taste of what uh, Lamar could do last year. And then this past year, All right, he so he can, it he can be number well one beyond over. Lamar Jackson can be number one after he does it in back-to-back years. Patrick Mahomes did it in back-to-back years, and he won a Super Bowl. So we'll, we'll talk about Lamar when he does it again. Okay? I think that's fair. You're going to make me not like Patrick Mahomes, and I don't want that to happen. So you're going to have to take your, your fanboys. <laughs> I, I, right. I, I'm just I, letting you know. I'm not taking it I don't want you to make me root against Patrick Mahomes. Reel it in. No. <sighs> okay. Not well, reeling it in. <laughs> I know you're not going to be reeling it in on me on this next segment uh, because um, we vary a lot on this. The show would like to thank Mr. Jonathan Green for reaching out to Joe and um, sending him this list of the picky eater test, I believe. Um, actually, wow. Okay. Uh, we'll start with Joe here. It, it's, a, it's a list of a lot of foods that are commonly found in our society and grocery stores and uh, restaurants, wherever. It's food. It's a bunch of foods. Um, and uh, basically, however many foods you don't want to eat or, or will go out of your the way list, to not eat. The list has 63 items. Yeah. Six, 60, 63 items in the list. Thank All you, right. Thank you Sorry, Fire. Thank you, Fire. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for doing the counting there because I was, I was trying to and then it just wouldn't work. Uh, but out of 63, Joe, you have the lowest with two. Please um, indulge us. The two that I picked out of this very broad list, a lot of these I was I was very confused by because these are very normal things to eat, things that I enjoy on uh, a monthly basis that I would say that maybe not as often as that, but I, I eat these things on somewhat of a regular basis. So the two things that didn't make my list were snails, escargot, and then liver. The only reason why I picked those two is that I've never had them, and it's the only two things that I, th- I believe I would not go out of my way to seek out if someone offered it to me to try it for the first time, I'd be a little iffy. I'd probably be like, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know if I'd be willing to, to eat that. It's just a little bit too weird for me. They're easily the two weirdest things on the list. 
Sean mentioned in the pre-show when we were doing the notes that snails are good when you have all the proper uh, accoutrement fluids or accoutrement on fluids. fluids is not the right word. <laughs> 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 the the proper dressing and oils on it it is it is very good. I haven't tried it. Maybe I would be willing to try it, but. Liver, definitely not. Two, I think is fair out of 63. All of these things I've eaten at some point, and I have been fully satisfied with eating it. Disgusting. Okay, fire. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not a picky eater either. I will get, I will try everything one time, no matter what, like, no matter what I, no matter what preconceived notion I have of the food prior to eating it, I will give it a try. But, so I've never had snails. That's on my list. And I probably, you know, at some point in my life, yes, I will try it. The way Sean described it sounds lovely. A little bit of garlic and some spices. Let's, you know, cauliflower, had it, don't like it. Just leave it. It just tastes like nothing. You don't need it. It's just like, what what is, what, have you, have you honestly ever enjoyed cauliflower? Yes. Has there been a time you've been like, "Mm, cauliflower, love it. Yes, it's, it's great to dip into, uh, Dressing or uh, eat on a salad. Sauce. My sister, if you bakes cook a hot them sauce properly, cauliflower pizza. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh god, it's, it's tremendous. The crust is cauliflower pizza. About the, the cauliflower pizza is money. Go ahead, fire. Next. Anyways, all right. Uh, next number three on my list is tofu. Never had it. Uh, you guys. Sorry. You guys say it's good. I will. I'll. Yeah, you I'll should, try it at some point. You should try it. I'll fire. give it a try. I just want to make sure I try it. You know, I do it right when I try it. You know. Don't want to get a bad piece of tofu. Mm-hmm. Sean, what would what you recommend tofu? fire do what is, to, what is, to what, get some Can you guys give me tofu? a quick... Isn't it like a vegetarian? It's soy. Wait, so again. basically... Isn't tofu vegetarian? Yeah, it's, it's soylent. Uh, not soylent, but it's um it's like a soybean paste. Basically, they come in cubes or whatever form, and then you get it with a... um. Uh, basically, if you were to get it to, from a Chinese restaurant, uh, tofu uh, soaks up and takes the flavor of the sauce or food that is it is accompanied with. So if you get like a Szechuan sauce, a Szechuan tofu or Mapo tofu, then it will take on the flavor of that, and it's just a, a nice uh, little treat. It's very nice. So if you were to eat tofu with no sauce, would you taste like nothing. be able to taste? Yeah, it's fine. It okay. just tastes like... Yeah. All right. So it's kind of like ice, like a, like a nice iced... Sprite and afterwards you eat this. <laughs> All right, and number four on my list is mushrooms. Just never been a fan of mushrooms. I don't like the texture of them and the taste as well. Bad take and by like, both of you. See, I, I like I, I love steak, and I like people like oh steak and mushrooms gotta have it, gotta have it. And I, I try it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm out. I'm good. Mushrooms I'm are phenomenal. Mushrooms are phenomenal. Yeah. Yes, I'm all set. And then last, I added beets. I added beets to my list. Just not a beets guy. Um, so i got to try snails and tofu. Besides that, my list is at 5 out of 63. So, good list. So, not bad, Sean, fire. I didn't know that you had the the appetite of a, a small child. Would you care to share the, the 10 that you picked? Yeah, I have 10. Okay, here we go. Uh, blue cheese is my first one. I don't like cheese hate, that can, that's crunchy. I hate that take. I, like, uh, I, or I don't like cheese that is liquid and clumpy. Um, I like feta. I like goat cheese, but I okay, don't that, like that's fair. A, a liquid cheese that has clumps in it. So let me ask you this. That's so fair. like, so buffalo wings, what do you With do? Ranch. Ranch? Ranch. Okay. Um, fair. Next on the list. Blue cheese is the best. Canned tuna. Don't like it. I like fresh tuna. Canned tuna, not going to eat it. Don't like it. Opposition. Like at all. You no. won't have tuna salad or... No, Ugh. don't like it. Don't like tuna salad. Don't like chicken salad. I, I don't like tuna. fish and mayo. I don't like chicken and mayo. 
unless it's like a McChicken. Chicken salad is awesome. Yeah, don't like either of those. Uh, next on the list, coffee. Uh, hate it. Mm-mm. Don't plan on drinking it. Uh, don't ever want to drink it. I think it's gross. Oh, I love coffee. Um, next on the list, if, dark if chocolate. If it's prepared right, it's good. Terrible what? pick here, too. What, coffee? Dark chocolate. Both of them, terrible picks. Yeah. No, dark chocolate coffee yeah. is terrible. Coffee is bitter and sour I, and, could you and pick, gross. But oh, how could you good. pick dark chocolate? Dark chocolate is amazing. It's Bitter incredible. and sour and gross. It's the bad type of sour. Um, it's good in small quantities. You're not going to like a munch on it, but like just a snack, like a little taste is good. No, it's not. Uh, next on the list, liver. Uh, Joe, you eat liver? No, oh, I don't no, know. I, don't. That was on my oh, list. Fire, so, you eat liver? I don't know you eat that. I've had liver before. Oh, it was all right. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> it was all right. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was prepared well. It was, like, it was sliced up. Anything Spot prepared liver. well is edible. Uh, next on the list, avocado. Uh, miss me with that. I Your child. That never. Your uh, child. No, avocado is gross. It's mushy. It is a, a baby diaper. That's what it is. Uh, next on the list, allowed large oh child. God. Oh. Next on the list, mushrooms. Uh, J- Jake hit it right on the uh, on the head. Um, they have the weirdest texture ever. When you bite into them, it's like soft and hard. That sucks. Uh, I don't. Yeah, the, it's like the flavor of them on is the weird. Outside. Ugh. But the I don't know. Fla- maybe no, I'll grow into it. Tremendous. I almost Ugh. had tomatoes on here, really like but them. I've been eating a good amount of bruschetta, so I like um, the tomatoes in that. So I can't knock tomatoes because. That is very good. Um, next on the list, beets. I guess Joe eats beets. How often do you eat beets, Joe? Uh, no, <laughs> not not like on a regular basis. But I've had them, and I don't have any any issues with beets. Uh, oh, I, yeah? I'll consume them. I don't. I love my granddad. I'm not going to order gonna say this beets. Right now. Joe, I love my granddad very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went over to his house for dinner a couple weeks ago. I love him and too. If he listens to this, he made, he made you a beet if salad. He, if he listens to this, I'm I'm very sorry, granddad. Um, I got some beet salad because he recommended it to me. Uh, I took a bite of it, and then I walked about <laughs> 10 to 15 paces to my left to the bushes, and then I scraped it into the bushes, oh my, and I told him it was really good. Oh, my God. Uh, the beets, I will never go back. Uh, it was heartbreaking because I know my granddad really cared about it, and I'm probably a monster for not finishing it uh, like the rest of my family who just muscled through it, but I couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> next on the list, hilarious. Uh, cottage cheese. Even worse than blue cheese. Um, I thought you said you like cottage cheese. No, cottage that, cheese that is, one I, is I dis- absolutely gross. With. Very Joe nutritious. Uh, very good for you. It has casein protein in it. You can dip a, oh. a number of crackers and other things into it. It's just it is very very good for you. Very very yeah, good. Yeah, lumpy wet. It's not the best thing. Cheese. It doesn't. It, it's it sounds terrible and it smells terrible. I hate it. I wish Greek yogurt was on here because I put that on this list also. Um, it's oh in the my same realm. God. They are just gross, dude. Oh. Cottage cheese is You're a piece an abomination. Oh, there we go. That's that's why. Why? Because you are. Because because you are. Cottage because cheese. Because you're just crapping on all Yeah, you don't have you Sucks. have the palate of a child. And I I want you How? to say the last one because the How? last one is I, the <laughs> is the most six year old uh, yeah, pick is. for picky food. I can't believe you can't eat this food. I can maybe rationalize some of these things because some people are weird, and you're weird despite being 300 pounds. You're somehow this picky when it comes to food. But this food, you're telling me you won't eat it? Um. Yeah, I really don't like eating this. I don't like eating peas. I never have. Ever. I don't like them. I like Brussels sprouts. What's I like next? You don't like broccoli? 
I like broccoli. I like it all. I do not like peas. They are weird. They are. I like peas, but they are a little weird. They're super weird, Joe. I, I like I, the thing is, I like snap peas. I like those. I like edamame. I do not like regular steamed peas. They are super. So you um, won't peas. eat something because it's weird. That is, yes. you're a child. You're an overgrown No, I'm not because I've child. had escargot you and you have large. I've had shrimp. oyster. Joe, yeah, you didn't have an oyster That's until our last semester at Rhode Island. <laughs> he didn't have Just because one oyster. He lived in Rhode Island wait. for four wait, years. Wait, wait, he didn't wait, have wait, one oyster. Wait. Wait, wait, there's a big difference here. I was no, willing not. to try. You said it's which weird. I am People think oysters are weird. willing to do. I never said that. I said I'd be willing to try oysters if I had Why the opportunity. You tried them in four and I did. years in Rhode Island. Because I didn't. I just years. didn't. I, Sean, you I actually spelled peas, Pete, on the dock. Just had to say that random side note. But continue about your oysters. Joseph, continue. What are you saying? What are you even saying? You're calling me out no, for not the, liking peas. Because they're little yeah, vegetables yeah, yeah, that explode in your mouth with a weird flavor. It's like salty. They don't, no, don't explode like that. in your mouth. Ugh. They do. Like a you're little, little pop. Uh, you're a large child. You say I have a child's palate. You're incredibly wrong. Yeah, you do. I promise you I've eaten more diverse foods than you have. No. No. I promise no, just you. Like the, list has, the list is not better Italian food than the Northeast. I sent you a picture That's absurd. Of, a, um, of, of a sandwich that I got in Miami. Uh, I believe it was a, of Cuban descent. Delicious, fantastic. Cuban, you know what Joe said? Cuban sandwich? He said, Ew. Was it called no, it Cuban wasn't a Cuban sandwich? sandwich. It was. It was like a. It was not a no, Cuban. No, I said something uh, I can't repeat. I said something said, uh, very sexual. He said that I can't looks rep- gross. No, uh, I, I'm telling you, I Joe, said something you don't very. Eat. Right. Go ahead. Yo, no, keep, keep I, saying that, that, that was not Joe. what I said. That, that's what you I, want to do. You I want said to keep something. I said something very sexual that was not. I know. I know. Okay. You're misquoting. And moving on. Did you on. want to say that, Joe? I tried to stop you five times from saying that. Did Are you happy that you said that? Well, it, yes, I did, because there was white stuff all over the sandwich. That was my oh comment. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was, was all I said. I didn't say you. Fantastic. So you were, you, were tr- you were trying to misquote me here. I was. I made a joke, and you immediately assumed I was saying you. I would have eaten that okay. sandwich. It looked good. Joe, one more thing. Yeah. You live in New Jersey, all right? Uh-huh. All you do is eat pasta. I live right uh, right by D.C. I don't live in D.C., so I'm not going to let you call me out on that. But I can go into D.C., and I could go to every nope. restaurant, have something nope. different from every part nope. of the world, Joseph. You don't understand this. You don't understand that my palate, after being cultivated for 22 years in my sphere down here by D.C., is so much more refined than yours. You've been to New Jersey so few times. You have no clue what the what the diverse food is like here. Uh, they, pork rolls and pasta. Yeah, Sean, That's what it is. It's Sean, pork there's, rolls. Sean, there's and, way and more people in, in New York, New Jersey, than there is in Washington. I'm not saying there's That's not. It. I'm just saying yeah, the restaurant yeah, that scene is, in D.C. is better than that, that in is, any city in New Jersey. Joe acts like he's living in Times no. Square in New York or the Village. No, he's not. <laughs> he acts but like But I have it, easy access to that. I have easy access to that. I've said to you multiple times New Jersey has better Italian food, significantly better Italian, Italian food. Italian food is just pasta in different than, shapes, okay? It's not right, that let's just be real, it's Joe. Italian food is not let's that just be real. The north, the north End in Boston is better than New York's Italian. That's let's be not real. true. It's, it's, not, it's just not true. There is Italian a, a food is not special. Mm. 
Get over it. It's I, not but special. But I said it's better. I said it's. But I'm saying it's better than the than the Italian food in D.C., which you have argued with me that it is not. I've never said I've that never it's the said best that. food. I've never said that. I said okay. D.C. has a better array of What the hell is Macedonian food groups. anyways, huh? Uh, Zilnik, baklava. That? I know you like baklava. Don't I've you? I've never had baklava. Well, you're baklava. missing out. What the f- Have some Zilnik. Okay. It's delicious. Right. It's fantastic. That, those all sound <sighs> terrible. You know what Macedonia produces? Hooray. The best olives in the world. You've never had real olives in your life, you dunce. All right, can we get to the stat game, please? I'd rather eat that. Never mind. Please. Go ahead. Please. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll remind the listeners of the stat game here. The, the, the tally. Fire is in the lead with seven. I am following closely with six. And then um, Joe has three uh, correct guesses. All right. Coming back this um, week. All right, Joe, do you want to uh, uh, fire? Since you're still in the lead, I'll let you pick uh, what you want to do. You want to go first or you want to have someone else go first? I will. I'll, I'll go first. All right, player one. This player had 592 catches, 6,569 receiving yards, and 45 touchdowns. Is it Heath Miller, Travis Kelsey, or Kellen Winslow? Heath Miller. Um, Sean? Heath Miller. It is Heath Miller. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Hey. Uh, that's nice. Good, good. All right. Player two. This player had 547 catches for 6,058 receiving yards, along with 44 touchdowns. Is this player Benjamin Watson, Mike Ditka, or Jeremy Shockey. Um, Joe, let's work together here. You you know Shockey. No, there's no work together. How many? Sh- how many? Uh, Shockey n- have more yards than that? No. No. Ben Watson, no way he had that many. Fire also wouldn't put Ben uh, the, his picks first twice in a row. So it's I'll either Ditka. Ditka or Shockey. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka too. You guys are both going with Ditka? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Benjamin oh. Watson. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Needed that one. Uh, okay. All right. That's uh, hilarious. I'm going to... Sean, you want to go or am I, am I last? Uh, I'll go right now. Okay. Player yeah. one. Okay. <laughs> 329 receptions, 3,371 yards, 24 touchdowns. Your options. Ed Dixon, Jordan Reed, Austin Hooper. Um, I'm going to go um, I'm going to go Jordan Reed. Ed Dixon. The correct answer. Jordan Reed. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Because he's been hurt so much. I knew there was like a little trick question there. Player two. 499 catches. 5,869 yards. 42 touchdowns. Your options. Todd Heap. Delaney Walker. Jared Cook. I'm going to go Jared Cook. I'm going to pick Jared Cook, too. The correct answer is Todd Heap. No oh. way. That's actually right, a lot so of yards. There goes all the... Thanks, Sean, for writing Played for 11 none years. on none, top none. of mine, none. So what is... All right, my first... Oh, nice 
player, player number one. In his career, he had 343 receptions, 3,519 yards, and 25 receiving touchdowns. Your available options are Derek V. Brown, Kyle Brady, and Eric Ebron. I'm going to go Derek V. Brown. Uh, Sean? Kyle Brady, because he went to Notre Dame. Kyle Brady did not go to Notre Dame, but that is oh. the correct answer. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Derek V. Brown did go to Notre Dame. What Player I, number two, I... 815 receiving yards, one, uh, 10,060. Sorry, 815 receptions, 10,060 receiving yards, 62 receiving touchdowns. Your available options are John Mackey, Shannon Op- Sharp, Ozzie Newsom, and Shannon Sharp. So Fire says Shannon Sharp. Sean? I'm going with Shannon Sharp as well. And the answer is Shannon Sharp. Fire, did you Thank look you. up Shannon Sharp's stats before this? No, I just know he's one of the best tight ends of all time. Okay, okay. so Sean had two what? guys from the I, old days. I had three, right? Yes, sir. Fire had two. I had two. Joe had one. So that means Fire and I We're are tied, tied with nine. And Joe has four. I love how these shows have been ending. I love it. Every week, I I I I end with a smile on my face uh, because I just look at these these guessing games. It just makes me so happy. Just get on with it. Because now there's no way he can come back. Uh, This was get to the point. Um, Yes, I can. I have one more comment real quick. <laughs> so about the about the fantasy football league, I, you know, I, I, I you know, guys, I, I shout out Pete Farrell, right? He texted me today. Just heard my call to arms. You need my. You guys still need another person for the league because I'm down. I said we do. Send him the link. I sent you the link a while ago. Fire. He sent it again. I also joined oh, the league uh, recently. Um, this was get to the point. Home of the <laughs> four score through four games of Joe DeLeon. Uh, I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow myself on Twitter at Sanderson Radio, Joe on Twitter at Joe DeLeon, Fire on Twitter at JakeFire54, the show on Twitter at GTTP Podcast. We are everywhere that you can find a podcast. If you like this podcast, you think a friend might like this podcast, show it to them. Maybe they won't like it. Maybe they will. Uh, but any listen, every listen helps. Every rating helps. Every review helps. So if you appreciate the content that we've been putting out, you know, maybe give back a little. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. So do it. Uh, whose song selection is it? Joe's? I think it's, it's Joe's. Mine. Not, not mine. What do you want? I want, I want uh, Cherry Cola by Kuwata. Okay. Mickey and Dicky Ward, Bride and Soul, Stop! Massachusetts. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> all right, Joe, you're going to have to put all of that in the docket. Uh, this was Get to the Point, folks. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to get this thing in post to hear what song Joe selected. I hope it's good. Uh, I, I think this show is pretty good, and uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, I'll probably have a Matt Ryan show up for you on the Smoke Show. Joe, any plans for Jonos? Of course not. All right, boys. Uh, great show. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. I've been searching for something sweet. This cool in the summer to take away the sea. Not vanilla coast and mustard blend. I'll try to run, chasing all the other men. Where I 
I'm just searching for classic and timeless Oh, hey there, I think I found it She my cherry cola, she gon' keep me sober Let me keep it closer, bubbling like a soda Sweeter than the champagne, smoother than this cold train Keep me from the Chardonnay, I'm just sipping one thing She my cherry cola, she gon' keep me sober Let me keep it closer, bubbling like a soda Sweeter than the champagne, smoother than this cold train Keep me from the Chardonnay, I'm just sipping one thing Let me keep you closer, bubbling like a soda, sweeter than the champagne.